Hey, Recovery and Family Podcast family. How are y'all today? Hope everybody's doing okay. It's a pretty good day. There, I mean, you know, some of you guys know that I'm in the United States and Texas specifically, and um, <coughs> it's raining off and on, which, you know, that happens a lot during this time of year. Um, but that's okay. Right now, everything is green and growing, which won't last long once the Texas heat decides to crank itself up, right? <coughs> and I mentioned being in the United States because I have a lot of listeners um, that are not in the United States. Um, and I, man, I am so grateful to you guys um, that join the uh, Let's Talk Recovery and Family family. <laughs> I know that sounds a, a little strange, but not only do I have people in the United States and Germany and the UK, I've got listeners in France, um, Bangladesh, Brazil, Nigeria. Man, I thank you guys so much. Peru, the Philippines, uh, Kenya. I got a shout out to Kenya because I also got some Celebrate Recovery uh, Forever family uh, in Kenya. Um, Kuwait, Hong Kong, Chile. Man, I think. All of you guys from other countries who take the time <clears throat> to um, listen to my venting, I guess, is kind of, you know, <coughs> I not only enjoy, enjoy doing this to help people gain some insight, every once in a while I'll do something that's a little more educational, right? Because um, if, you're, if you're new, if you're new to my podcast, you guys, um, I am in Texas I've worked in mental health and addiction treatment for quite a long time. Um, I love addiction treatment. I love mental health treatment. I love what I do, right? It is um, one of those lines of work that I, I don't like to always say that it's, it's uh, rewarding um, because no... It is not always rewarding um, because I tend to see people um, in crisis, probably one of the most vulnerable um, times in their life if they're having a mental health relapse or um, addictions issues, right? Um, it is rewarding to see people recover, which is a lot of the reason why... <clears throat> I do this podcast, and not only just from mental health issues and addiction issues, but from family dysfunction, from parenting, you know, to childhood experience, all of those things. I love to talk about recovery in a holistic frame and family in a holistic frame. And I love talking about how in life those two things can, um, you know, overlap. Uh, it's It's a... It's a beautiful thing, and <clears throat> being able to do this and share my experiences with you guys um, is a great joy of mine. Now, even though I've worked professionally as an addictions counselor um, and I've worked in mental health services, I don't profess to be any sort of um, guru, um, so I really just kind of share basically um, and mostly through my own experiences professionally and personally. I do share a lot of personal stuff on here, which I'm going to be doing today, 
Um, But I want to talk about, since it's coming up, uh, in in the United States, it's coming up um, in a few days, Father's Day, right? Father's Day is an amazing day. I love Father's Day, right? But before we get started, don't forget to hit that message button. Start a conversation with me. Feel free to share any of your own ideas, any of your own experiences, um, maybe a different point of view on something that I've shared that may be your experience. I'm always game to hear those kinds of things, right? I know my way is not the only way. My point of view is not the only point of view. Um, And so how things happen in life, if you've experienced similar things, your perception of it may be different than mine, and that is okay. Um, but share it with me. Uh, if you feel up to it, share it with me. Start a conversation or just ask questions, right? Um, whatever the case may be, because I really enjoy topics that have to do with recovery and have to do with family. So many times <clears throat> I see families just simply stay separated and disconnected just by someone holding a resentment, right? For some odd reason, which I'll get into. Um, So yeah, let's take a look at this idea. Um, A father's pains and gains. And again, the topic is mostly because Father's Day is coming up, right? Uh, And I'm a, um, a father to two Two boys, well, I say two boys, they're adults. The oldest is 30, the other one's 28. And I'm a stepfather to um, three girls whom I love um, quite um, well. Um, They're great. And they've been um, really a plus in my life. So, especially their mother. Their mother's been a plus in my life, right? She has uh, done a lot for me. She is my definitely ride or die girl um, because, you know, just because I work in the profession that I work in and, and, and do this podcast and do celebrate recovery ministry doesn't exempt me and her from having to deal with life on life's terms and whatever struggles that come along. And they're the same as you guys, the same struggles, Right doesn't matter what I do for a living, what you do for a living. You know, even if you too, if you're listening and you're in the profession of mental health services or addiction services, you know firsthand it doesn't exempt us from our own household stressors and chaos at times, right? So let me start by saying, though, I am grateful. I have five adult children, two boys, three stepdaughters, as I mentioned, Collectively, they have given me and my wife, or uh, yeah, they've given my wife and I 13 grandchildren. Mm. You talk about grateful. As of a couple of weeks ago, we had number 13, and we are so happy. Being a father and a grandfather is nothing short of amazing. The feeling it creates in... Uh, uh, in me now is beyond measurable. 
right? The thoughts and feelings and, and, and emotions that come to me as a grandparent, um, as a father and grandfather is beyond <clears throat> measurable. My life right now is undeniably a blessing. Being a father has created some of the biggest joy and some of the biggest pains in my life. It is a beautiful thing to see your kids grow up and develop their personalities, their opinions, their beliefs and points of view. But with <clears throat> but with that um, come, comes with the fact that they also develop opinions and ideas about you or me as a parent or about you or me as a father and grandfather, right? As they grow older, that happens. They develop their own thoughts, feelings, emotions, opinions, perspectives on everything about life within their life, which means they also start taking into consideration you as a parent. And sometimes, you know, that's um, creates some stressors, right? You teach them their whole life how to think for themselves, but man, <clears throat> your person, be your own person. We teach them this their whole lives. We tell them, develop your own ideas. You can be anything, but you are teaching them, right? You're praising them. You never think about how their opinions about you might change. It never seems to come to mind. You know, or maybe it does for some, I don't know. <clears throat> but I guess as they get into their early to late 20s and early 30s, and maybe it happens sooner, I don't know. But through all the thinking changes and opinion changes um, that happen for them throughout their, their life, you never realize that, that sometimes some of those changes might be about you. Being a father has been the greatest gift. Aside from having um, my wife now for 23 years, being a father has brought so much memorable times in my life. Some that have brought me such joy, right? There are a lot of joyful moments in my, in my life <clears throat> when I'm talking about all the kids. But of course, you know, um, there are also, even though those are memories, there's also some painful things that's happened that <clears throat> you don't really care, care to care to dwell on right you try to move past those painful moments because I'm a big believer in the fact that if you don't let your past die it won't let you live I have made a lot of mistakes in my life as a person as a man as a father as a husband 
in relationships time and time again. Yeah, I'm guilty. <clears throat> As I'm sure most of you are. Um, I don't know anybody who's led or is leaving or living the perfect life. Uh, you guys know um, that I am a man of faith. I do believe in God as my personal Savior. and But I do also understand the fact that I do fall short of the glory of God every day. Whether it's negative thinking, you know, I still do that a lot. Um, a lot of negative self-talk. I'm sure some of you, if not all of you, can relate <clears throat> to the negative self-talk, right? But some things that you go through is just are too painful to dwell on. It is quite difficult, mainly because it is out of your control, out of my control, um, to heal the opinions about you that others have when others would just rather hang on to those feelings and opinions. Although they see that it <clears throat> creates family disconnection and stress, they tend to still want to Hang on to those negative opinions or thoughts about family members, not just dads. But today I'm kind of talking about dads. Even though they can see that it creates a disconnect in the family unit. <clears throat> Not everybody, <clears throat> I guess, really seems to see that. I don't know. I will be 53 this year. So it's possible that my life has just begun the downhill slide. Since 2006, I have worked in the addictions and mental health fields. And I see it all the time how families just simply run out of time. To let go of some of the silliest, ridiculous resentments. Whether they're real or imagined or worse. Manifested by some of the most distorted information of other people. Still, they hang on to those and hang on to those. Whatever it is. And I've watched families run out of time to heal. Life is too short to let opinions and feelings get in the way of creating blessed family memories. I absolutely love being a father. Thankfully, there are more grateful, growing moments than there are painful ones. It's sort of a, kind of a strange thing when, like me, you talk about recovery in, a, in your job, in your ministry. <clears throat> Heck, I talk about recovery in this podcast. And in regular conversations, we talk about recovery, but you can't seem to heal your own family's resentments sometimes. I was talking with a co-worker yesterday, and she was describing to me how um, she has a granddaughter who's pregnant, and it always brings on some pretty severe depression. And she's talked to her about how 
She doesn't want to be here anymore. She's okay with dying. And my coworker and I were talking about how we do this kind of work every day. And somehow, some way, we can't seem to create the same sort of healing in some of our family scenarios. It's our job. But we can't seem to get it to work out at home. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of amazing things about being a father. I, again, I am super blessed with being a dad. Being a great dad means caring, being compassionate, right? Love everyone every day, noticing your children and what they like, and being inquisitive about the different things that are meaningful to them. You watch those things their whole lives growing up. They adore your attention and know when you are truly with them, right? When your, your kids know when you're attentive, not only physically, right? They know that you're not just sitting on the couch being a, um, you know, couch potato, but rather when you are completely in the moment with them. Those, you know, though Father's Day is designated to honor fathers, the commandments tell us that we should honor our fathers all the time, right? It says we should honor our fathers at all times. Take the same, or take that time to show, which we should. We should take the time to show love, respect, and honor to your dad, both today and every day. May God bless these men in our lives with increased faith, zeal for the Lord, and strength to live out the vocation God has set before them. Right? Those are good positive words. We do need to live life with zeal, in my opinion, for God. Our kids see that. We need to show them respect and honor. It should be returned. It's not always returned. I get that. But I love being a dad. Some positive things about dads that a lot of people or a lot of our children and adult children see is the fact that he loves our mom. I think my kids can appreciate that. I do love their mom. <coughs> and excuse me, for my boys, it would be their stepmom. And of course, my stepdaughter's mother is who I'm married to now for 23 years. You love when you see, you know, kids watch. They love the way he kisses her when she walks through the door. He helps her carry in the groceries and he is by her side whenever she needs him. He makes mom feel more loved than anyone else can. The way he loves mom has taught us about marriage and faith. I hope my kids see that. Another thing kids may see in a dad, he makes us laugh. There is something about dad that can always make us laugh. 
And the best part is he is able to laugh at himself. He has taught us what not to do in so many situations. Another way kids, I feel like, tend to look at us as dads. He protects us. Time and time again, dad keeps us from danger, catching us before we fall, chasing the monsters out of the closet, right? And giving us advice to keep us from hanging out with the wrong crowd. We might not always like to hear what he has to say, but in the end, father knows best most of the time. We're not perfect. And I think kids can also see you and look and see. I wonder if my kids now, right? I wonder if my kids, this is a little more serious. I wonder if they know that I would die for them all. I would die for any of my kids. My grandkids, my two boys, my three stepdaughters, and also my daughter-in-laws. I would die for them. I don't know if they know that. But another thing that I think kids look at when they see dads, they see how he cheers us on no matter what. He was at every game, that memorable season in which you never got a single minute of play time, but he was there, right? He sat, probably suffered, through the school musical when your voice was changing and you couldn't hit a note. It's a positive thing about dads. He was there to cheer you on when you completed your first half marathon, maybe, if you're a runner. We've got <clears throat> to hand it to Dad. He's been our biggest fan through thick and thin. I hope my kids feel that way. I really do pray that my adult kids do well in anything positive they do. I advocate for them to be the best versions of themselves they can be. I do cheer on my kids. A good one, you know, what is good or what I feel like we should be good at <clears throat> is pray. Pray for your kids all the time, right? And I think as parents and as fathers, we should get better. Um, maybe our kids see us or should see us as, I don't know, the priest of the household or at least the spiritual head of the house. A family is known as the domestic church, meaning every household is a little version of the church. I believe that. And I try to do things that honor God in my home. I try to talk as though I honor God in my home. And I hope that um, even now as adults, my kids see that in this environment, 
Dad is the priest or spiritual head of the house. He prays for us, guides us in our faith. And I really do think I, I, I do that to some degree. I hope my kids see that. You know? um, and Dad also meets our spiritual needs. I try to do that too. Though he is not perfect, Dad brings the love of God into our home in a tangible way. Those are some great points. Uh, points of view on how you can view a dad. And I hope that my kids um, view me that way or have. Um, I don't know. But I think another good characteristic, <clears throat> one more characteristic, is, you know, about dad is he cries. Even though he's a tough guy. Though dad is a lot of fun, he gets choked up at spiritual moments like baptisms, graduations, and weddings, and even when I just get to see my grandkids. That's me. That's me. You know, this point about a dad, a positive dad, is just sort of a general statement, but I think it holds true. It's okay for dads to cry, right? And I do feel like that as, as I've gotten older, the points that this thing made um, about being able to be in tune with your emotions when it comes to baptisms, graduations, weddings, seeing my new granddaughter, those things really tend to stir up emotion. And I think for most dads, uh, that holds true. I think it holds true. Dads, in general, may be the tough guys, but we can't hide our soft spot for our kids and grandkids. Honestly, before I had kids, I didn't know I had the capacity to love this deeply. <clears throat> I would still do anything for my kids. <clears throat> my my son used to, my youngest son used to play for this high school and one of their um, sort of um, themes or catchphrases, if you will, um, it was one family, one team. And I really, I really, really feel like I tried to create that. I've tried to create that. You know, I'm grateful. I do have a very, very large family. Um, a couple dozen cousins, and maybe even some that I don't even know. Uh, several aunts and uncles. So I come from a large family. Um, and so I enjoy the time that I get to spend with them. But I enjoy the time that I get to see my kids and grandkids never knew. Sometimes you don't know how deeply you can love until you become a parent. It's quite a revelation to a man and it transforms or, or it transfers to all other aspects of life. It does. It makes us see all of life differently. It allows you to see life through new selfless eyes 
and that and that love extends outward through a deeply held sense of responsibility being a dad is a lot about the little things we share hugs inside jokes and emotions it's the little things that separate a good from a great dad a man that takes being a dad seriously will become a better human being from the little things like common manners or and, and, and swearing to the bigger things like responsibilities and commitments. We grow tremendously when we become fathers. This sense of pride is nearly overwhelming. You've watched this little seed grow from the first ultrasound and into this full-blown adult standing before you. It's magnificent. It is magnificent. The heart and soul a dad puts into the development of his child is richly rewarded when witnessing what were once hopes and prayers for them. To watch them grow, get married, have kids. It's a wonderful thing, right? It's a wonderful thing, and I greatly, greatly appreciate it absolutely appreciate it i really really have to give a shout out to my dad he's in his mid-70s and he loves my kids so much he's taken in my stepdaughters as his own and he um absolutely adores my grandkids his great-grandkids but I think like me, as you get older, you start to realize how short life actually is, right? You realize how short life actually is. And I'm grateful for my dad. I'm glad that he's still with us right now. You know, um, I think together him and I have accomplished a lot, grown a lot. And I think we still learn from each other. Father's Day has been a really, really um, positive um, time for me ever since I was a little kid. And then once I became a father, man, even more so. Even more so. There is a sense of pride that's nearly overwhelming. As you watch your little ones grow from that very first ultrasound to now full-blown adult, it's an amazing thing to watch. <clears throat> it is an amazing thing to watch, right? You witness those things um, your whole life, witnessing what were once hopes and, and prayers, right, become reality. But you do have to be patient, right? You do have to be patient when you have your new father. Be patient. Your efforts will take hold, and it'll be a blessing. Uh, speaking of which, if you are a new father and you're coming up on your first Father's Day, congrats, man. Welcome to the club. 
I know and hope that you see nothing but joy when you look at your child. And I wish you a happy Father's Day. I wish all fathers. And no matter what country you're listening from, and no matter whether you celebrate Father's Day or not like the United States does, I wish you a blessed and happy Father's Day. Kids are precious, right? As some of you know, I was ra- I'm raised in the South, and we have an old saying about family, right? Blood is thicker than water. There is an internal bond between parent and child that can never be undone. You hope it can never be undone. But thank you, God, for this honor. Today I want to thank God for the honor of being a father with Father's Day just days away. In all these years, I've learned a great deal about sacrifice, patience, and fear. Literally all three have tested, right? All three have, have, have been tested. Being a dad does come with some painful moments too. Not just sacrifice, not just patience, not just fear, but some painful moments too. Fatherhood is hard. It can be overwhelming, but there is also something deep inside us that drives us to excel at it. There are, um, there may be moments you feel like caving in, and I understand that too. I challenge you to look for blessings in disguise. No, being a dad is not going to be full of perfect dad days, but look for those hidden gems. Here are three reasons why being a dad is so dang hard. Um, you're carrying extra weight on your shoulders. So the t- sometimes um, showing emotion is the last thing you want to do, right? As you bur- carry the, the burden, the extra burden on your shoulders. Whether you are the sole care provider for your child or in a co-parenting relationship, fatherhood is hard and puts extra burdens on you. I work extra hard to let anyone see, um, to not let anyone see the stress on me, right? Even in my life, there are still some things that I uh, deal with on a day-to-day basis. And I do my best to not let anybody truly see the stress on me. You know, that look you have in your face, um, the way you carry yourself. Your kids need to see you continuously as children. And it seems they don't as much as adults, right? They're always on you when they're growing up. But then this, you know, disconnect occurs as they become adults, right? Of course, that makes sense. I mean, they become their own people. They create their own families. Jobs they take may not be in your hometown, right? They may need to move. That happens, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it still does take away from those memorable moments when they needed to be by your side all the time. 
when the days grow long and you are completely drained, your children seem to need you more than ever. Maybe it's just because you're hypersensitive. Maybe, I don't know. But it did seem like they would they need you more. Being the rock for the family can feel more crushing than foundational. Mm, let that sink in for a second. As a dad, as a dad, being the rock of the family can feel more crushing than foundational. Trying to keep things, you know, on your shoulders, be strong for yourself and your wife and your employer day after day, being the rock, trying to stay emotionally prepared for if family hurts and resentments are healed. You wait for that day. You wait for that day, but you stay prepared spiritually and emotionally for whether it does or doesn't. You wear that stress too. As a man, as a dad, it always feels that everyone else gets to hurt and feel and share it out loud, whether they're screaming or just crying. Seems like dads don't have the equal freedom in that area. So, some do podcasts. (laughs) I have an older buddy that is in ministry with me. Each week in our men's small group, he describes how his adult daughter seems to not have enough time to spend with him. You know, in our conversations, he he gets teary. He gets emotional, right? And he just says, I don't understand. I call and say, hey, whenever you got plans with the kids and, you know, uh, I'll make plans to join or, you know, can we do dinner and all these things. And it just sort of gets, you know, sloughed off. Because when you're 30, things aren't as important as when you're 50, 60, 70. Right? He talks about letting her know that he is free. Or sometimes he'll be in the neighborhood and would like to stop by. Right? She's good at making excuses for not having these moments available. And even that buddy of mine, he's 70. He shares with tears in his eyes how he knows he's running out of time. It doesn't seem as though his daughter is mad at him. This is based on his report. It doesn't seem that his daughter is mad at him for any reason. Just caught up in the hustle and bustle of her own life. And there may be some truth to that. He and I have both talked about being worried about just simply the fact that time of life is running out. More so for him, he's got 20 years on me. But we're fearful of the fact that we are. Are we are we are we gonna run out of time before family feels truly connected again? I don't know. But I get it. I don't want me or my wife or or both of us to be the household argument that any of our kids 
are having in their relationships, right? The thought of us being the argument breaks my heart. Not that I think that happens, but I don't want it to. I pray to God every day that their relationships will outlive their mom and me. I pray that they don't end up with the significant struggles that create divorce. Right? I do. I pray their their relationships, their marriages, outlive their mother and I. One day we'll be gone too. And stressors, resentments won't even matter. My two boys on this upcoming Father's Day, man, I can't wait. You know, I want, I love to see their faces, which you might be on, you know, social media, but still, Father's Day is great. As a father, I like watching my boys be fathers. Today and every day, I recognize that fatherhood is not easy. And I think you're doing a stellar job. That's what I want to say to my two boys today. Is that I understand that fatherhood is not easy. But I do think that you two are both doing a stellar job. May God continue to bring peace as your your children grow. To my dad. I am grateful, grateful um, that you loved us through any stressors my brother and I created for you. Happy Father's Day. It's coming up, and I hope that um, you have a dad to squeeze on today. Um, And if you've lost him, and he's up in heaven, I'll keep him in my prayers too. Do something that would make him proud this coming up Father's Day. Thanks for listening, right? I appreciate all of you, especially my new listeners. So just Some of you have just noticed on a, on a list of, of listeners, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And I hope this topic, uh, you know, regarding Father's Day and being a dad, didn't bore you to death. I did share some personal things on there, but um, new dads, again, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. This new child may grow up one day to do or say some hurtful things, um, but you got to love them through it. Just love them through it. They will more than likely grow up and do and say some hurtful things but you're still their dad, right? And to you, I wish a special first time Father's Day, um, if it's going to be your first, right? Amen. Bye for now. Um, Hope you got something out of this podcast. Share with your friends and family. And until next time, be blessed, everybody.